Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Open Season. Today we have a special guest, a uh, real good friend of mine, more of a familia, if you know what I'm talking about, <clears throat> for all those Ram fans out there. Um, name goes by Mikey. I know him as Mikey, but, you know, he's more of a Ram bro to me. And this episode started off because of one of his posts he posted. Um, before I even get into that... Welcome to the podcast, Mikey. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me, man. I'm excited. Hey, man. It, it's I've, I've seen you always put um, some amazing posts on Facebook, and this one actually like attracted me because it, it, you're right. Everything that you said on that post, it's so damn right. Um, what made you even think about about it? We'll read it in a little bit, but what made you think about that post? So, I mean, obviously, we're dealing with the death of DMX, who's an icon, I think, especially if you're, you know, late 80s, early 90s kid. You grew up with the guy, you know what I'm saying? He was in every song on the radio. He was in movies that we grew up with, you know. So <clears throat> when I started reading these posts about him dying, you know, I started seeing a lot of people were saying, well, you know, he looked like he was fully recovered. He didn't look like he was on drugs at this moment. And so it kind right. of bothered me, man. It, it really did bother me reading that a lot. Right. You know, um, being someone who was recovering, I'm sure you'll read the you'll read the post right now. But it just it kind of resonated with me and it just started like, you know, kind of just pulling up feelings. So and, and it led me to write that post. Right. So let me get into the post. So give me a second. Let me pull it up. OK. And this is what it says. And I'll, I'll read it straight from his Facebook. So. Those of you that don't have them on Facebook, I'll screenshot it and I'll post it up on our page. But this is what he wrote. I see a lot of people saying, well, he didn't look like he was on drugs when talking about DMX. To that, I asked, what does a drug addict look like to you? Because I work a full-time job, come home to a loving wife and see my parents, but, and see my parents and seem normal. We're not all walking around with grubs on our face or scratching our necks. Some of us are athletes, lawyers, doctors, professionals, and shoot, some of, one, some of us are Christians. A lot of us are celebrities, or a lot of us are celebrating years and years of sobriety. Some are just trying to make it to Friday. Some of us seem happy, some of us seem sad, but I promise you, all of us are fighting or have fought our life. I'm just saying because some Someone can look healthy or fine doesn't mean they aren't an addict. If you're reading this, which I am, and you're struggling with addiction and you've been good at hiding it and just want to say it uh, to someone, let me know. I got you. I know how suffering in silence feels. I feel for you. My name is Mikey and I'm an addict. Yes, sir. That probably hit so many people out there that I'm pretty sure if if this would have been like out in the public, you would have gotten bigger reaction than what you did right now. And put even those that didn't comment or like anything, probably saw it and they're probably talking to themselves right now like, shit, yeah. he's right. Yeah. Like, how the hell do I know? Like, he's not suffering through something. And when I read this, I was like, you know what? It doesn't really have to do with drugs. Most we, we don't know how people are feeling. Exactly. Like, 
I go to work every day and people don't know that I'm fighting anxiety and depression. Exactly. Yeah. Previous episodes, people don't know that my cousin was fighting anxiety and depression also. I didn't know. And we talked on a basis. Right. I uh, I think that there's this misconception, especially in the, um, you know, Hispanic culture that, uh, you know, you're weak if you talk about that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, the post has actually been uh, very interesting in the responses I've been getting inside my DMs. Um, I've had people ask me, hey, are you okay? You know, which is which is cool. And I appreciate that. Uh, that wasn't my intention of, of my post. You know, I'm I'm in a a place in my life right now where I have been sober for a good amount of time, um, but I also I'm, I'm trying to reach out to somebody else who's, who's been where I was and stuff like that. So I'm you know I essentially trying to break that 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 misconception that you're weak if you're asking for help, and, and it's really not even asking for help. Some people just want somebody to talk to, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and and you know that's that's one reason that this like I I said in a multiple episode. That's one reason this podcast was made. Right. Because, like, like myself, I've always needed somebody to talk to what, what I'm going through. Yeah. And I've never had anybody. Right. And people are coming up to me. It's like, hey, you think I can talk about this? Wow. It's an open mic. You can yeah. talk about anything. You can be confidential. You really don't have to say who you are and who you're talking about. Just let it out. Because right. as soon as you let it out, you'll be at peace. And then seeing that post, and I'm pretty sure people are hitting you up saying, are you okay? But hey, maybe they're the ones asking for help. Exactly. By asking you. Yeah. It, it opens up, it opens up a conversation and, you know, cause, cause also what I'm trying to get at that post is, you know, for, there's a misconception about what a drug addict looks like as well. Um, and there's all, there's also a misconception of what people who are depressed look like or people with anxiety that they look like they're, you know, just in this dark place, man, I've, I've been, to work with a smile on my face. I've been to family functions with a smile on my face, you know, and I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, so I don't look all sucked up. And, you know, I don't look like, you know, that, that I, you would think that I was an addict, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Uh, so it was, it was good to kind of just like have people like, Hey, you know what? Like I've been feeling this way for a while. I don't have anybody to talk to, but thank you for your post. Uh, and, and you know, and it's not a, it's not a teaching moment either. It's not for me to be like, oh, well, you should do this and you should do that. It's, it's a, hey man, I, I feel you, bro. Um, or I feel you, sis, like I, whatever it is, I just, just know that there's, you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? You're not the yeah. only one going through this. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of us out there and also a lot of us can't afford therapy, bro. So what you're doing right here is, is dope. You know, it's, 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 it's highly appreciative. You know what I'm saying? This this could be the therapy that some people can't afford to go to. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, and, and and it's it's helped me. Like it, it's helped me keep my mind busy. Right. Um, because I, I would just sit here sometimes and just ball out. Right. Yeah. Go to sleep, wake up, go to work, come back home and do the same yep. thing. So repetitive. It, it's I, I did I, I did it so it can help me, but I'm sure there's other people out there like Of course, yeah. Should I even call? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's well, what people are gonna think about me. Like I tell people, it doesn't matter what they think right. about you. No one's gonna judge you here. The only person that's gonna judge you is yourself. Right. And it's just you and me talking. Yep. Don't give a damn about anybody else. If they give me messages saying, Oh, they should have done this, no, no, no. You're not gonna hear it. Right, right. 
at the end of the day, you're opening up, you're letting loose, yeah. you're, you're getting all that. You're getting it out. Stuff that you have in your chest, you're getting it out, and you're going to feel tomorrow like if it was a fresh new day, yeah. new start. Yeah, man. Um, you know, you said something right now. You're like, you know, I, I went home. I bawled and, and, you know, it was those moments um, that I had, you know, I was essentially my, my addiction came from depression. It came from how to, how figuring out how to deal with my depression, not understanding right. in the first place that it was depression. So I turned to drugs, man. I was, you know, I was doing mad drugs, bro. I was doing, you know, when my wife was gone, I'd be doing drugs, we're doing drugs at work. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just to kind of stay somewhat happy, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, there'd be nights where, where, you know, I go through an A-ball on one night and, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm going to die, bro. Like, I'm just, but I was like, it's the only thing that could take away the pain other than right. crying and just sitting there and being a mess, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. And it felt good until you realize like it only made it worse. Like the, the depression that adds on from doing drugs is like a hundred times worse and it, it freaking was just killing me bro like i you know and i have a wife i have a, a family i'm trying to build and i was i didn't realize how much i was hurting them you know what i'm saying and uh but through that yeah. I, I didn't realize how much i was hurting myself and uh you know that temporary you know it's kind of cliche when people say oh it's a temporary escape like it it really was an escape though you know it, it made me yeah. feel a certain way for a certain amount of time um, but the temporary part was all caps, bro. It was like all cap locked, um, super temporary. Cause the next day I, I would feel, you know, a lot worse than I, I should have. And, uh, I'm going to share something right here, man, that I haven't really shared to, to not a lot of people, only me and my wife and maybe two other people know this, but, uh, about a year ago last month, um, I went on a bench and I was doing, a lot of drugs, man. I was doing a lot of drugs, and um, I was just really depressed. I was ashamed of myself. I was, I felt gross, bro. I felt stupid. How could I do this, you know? Um, so I put a belt around my neck, man, and um, I tied it to the. the we had these uh, like stalls in our kitchen, like it's like a, it's like a pillar, and I tied it to that. It's like four in the morning. I tied it to that, um, and you know, I try. Essentially, I try to kill myself. Um, I, I, I let my body weight go down. Um, I started to choke my wife who was in the other room. Usually she's knocked out around this time. She comes out cause she thought she heard something weird and you know, she had to find me like that. And she cut the, she cut the belt. <clears throat> Essentially she say, you know, she saved my life in that moment. Um, but I can't imagine the trauma that I put her through to have to see something like that. Uh, and right. that's a, that's something that me and her are still dealing with in, in our own therapy and our own, you know. Um, so that's, that's how dark it got, bro. It got really dark. It got really depressing. Um, but I won't take that back for – and the only, the only reason I would take that back is for my, I wouldn't put my wife through that again. But it, it, cha it right. changed me, man, because it made me realize that I do want to enjoy tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like – tomorrow like is has been so much fun tomorrow's been so much life you know what i'm saying like we got to move out here uh it's like a fresh new start and i know things follow you and and that's stuff that i still deal with uh but i was able to experience tomorrow when a lot of people don't man they don't they don't have somebody to cut that bout for them you know what i'm saying and yeah and again man i could i went to work the next day normal 
You know what I'm saying? So I can't imagine the people who are also doing the same thing, man, and, and they look normal. You just don't know what's going on at home. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I, you know, I, that's the first time I'm sharing this out loud. So thank you. It feels good to say it out loud, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm speechless right now because, um, it's crazy because I think I was in the same boat as you on the 31st going to the first. Mostly it was on the first of this year already, but um, mine was, I was driving. Uh, I was, I was done with a new year's party and everything. And I had to be at work at five 30 in the morning. So it was like two, three o'clock in the morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive to work, take a nap, wake up and everything. But on my way to work, Anxiety kicked in, depression kicked in, and it was to one of those points that I decided to take the long way home, well, to work, and I was going through all these canyons, and I'm driving a, an SUV, a 2011 Ford Ed. Yeah. I'm going over 90 to 100 miles per hour on the canyon wow. on an SUV, and um. I don't know if I said the whole story on my earlier podcast, but I, it was one of those points that I was just like, you know what? The hell with this. Wow. I'm The next clip that comes up, I'm just going face first, calling it quits. And um, the only thing that saved me, it's that um, I have a keychain with my family. Wow. And that keychain hit my lap. <sighs> so when that keychain hit my lap, I turned on the light. And I looked down and I saw my kids. As soon as I saw my kids, I slammed the brakes and I was like, I got to go to work. Damn, man. And ever since that day, it's, it's my head still, still, I'm still reliving that, that night. But it's one of those like, you know what? Right. I get to see my kids now. Now I just got to push and fight for them and... And after doing this podcast, it's one of those, like, little by little, I'm opening up. Because I, I still haven't opened up to anyone. Right. Like, this is probably the first time I even say the full story. Wow. Only one, like you said, only one other person knows it. But other than that, it's just, hey, there, there's there's my little soul. Oh, wow, man. Uh, <laughs> I got goosebumps, bro. It's just, uh, you know, you just never know, man. And... and I think Instagram and Facebook, they give that facade of everybody's happy. Um, yeah. And you post the highlights and you post the things that are good, but everybody's dealing with something, man. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, if I were to just scroll by your page, I see you, you look happy, you're doing things, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know, but I would never know this, you know, unless we talked. Uh, so right. I can't imagine anybody. And I, you know what? I I, I appreciate that we, we are able to talk about this <clears throat> and, I just, I feel for the people who are still afraid to say these things out loud. Because yeah. I know that, that that has to hurt. I know that that has to to bottle that up. And, you know, so, you know, like like I said in my post, man, if, any, if anybody just wants to say it to somebody, even a complete stranger, I'm all here for it, man. Because it, it does, it feels good and it's freeing to, to say it, say it out loud. Yeah. <sighs> like, I've, I've, like I said, this is a, probably like the first time that I ever say it besides the one person that knows yeah. about it. And 
I'm gonna be honest with you. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. It's like a win. <laughs> it's just it, it. I feel relief right now. Like I can actually go get me a bottle of water and <laughs> drink that and be like, oh, yeah, yeah shit. <laughs> what else can I say right now? But the, you know, it's it, it was yeah, tough. I bet it, it was tough to say it, but I said, yeah. And it, you know, and, in that day, man, I, I'm curious to know what that day felt like for you because for me, it was like. You know, not, not only do you feel shame, you feel kind of dumb. You know, I know I did, but, like, you're tired. You're just like, oh, my God. Like, the emotional, like, stress that it puts on yourself that day. You know, I couldn't even I couldn't yeah. even look at my wife's eyes for a while. You know what I'm saying? Because I just felt so ashamed. Um, but to know that, you know, she still loves me. And what I, what I could have done could have traumatized her far surpassed what she already went through you know what i'm saying yeah um uh, I, I can't imagine that i'm so grateful that she's you know we're, we're getting through that now but I, how did you feel like that day um i actually got home well i, I keep saying home like if i was going to home i actually got yeah. to work got went up to like the fourth level in the parking lot put my seat down took a nap for like good hour maybe because i think that's all i had left i woke up and then i i just literally went on my day i didn't Uh, reminisce or anything until i got home literally when i got home um or no on my way home i called i called somebody that i told the story about it and then i just started bawling out uh, like and and it's crazy because when i was telling the person the story i was about to cry wow because I started crying so much I couldn't see. And um I I said, you know what? I'm gonna call you later. Right. And if I don't call you, just right. text me to let me know that to, so I can let you know like, hey, look, I'm at home, I'm cool, don't trip. Just just text right. me. And um I, like I I've been dealing through it since like I said, the first of January till today that wow. I actually Said it. Wow, man. Um, it's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's 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 definitely one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through, and it's 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 not funny, but it's it's funny that I put myself through that. You know, what I'm saying I put, you know, I, yeah. I I made the choice to to go go along. You know, what I'm saying because through the process, I you know I don't know if anybody has ever attempted it before, but you know, obviously my mind was a little you know, off, but I knew what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I was super high, but I, I knew what I was doing. I knew what I, what the consequences were. Um, and I knew right. that I wouldn't be, you know, here tomorrow if I did go along with this and which I did. And, you know, I believe that there, everything happens for a reason. You know, I believe if, you know, my wife wasn't even supposed to be there that night. She was actually going to stay, uh, with her parents that night. Uh, she was going to go over and she actually came back home which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like little things like that. And that happened for a reason. And she was there and she, you know what I'm saying? But I, I can't like, I, I, I can't let go of like the shame that I had that day. You know what I mean? It was just very like, I, I don't ever want to feel that way again. And I think that's probably a, a, a life-saving thing for me too, is I don't want to feel stupid again, you know, like for, for even thinking that, you know? Yeah, it's, it, it, it was tough. Like I, um, like even every day now, it's just as soon as I wake up, the first thing I do is I look at that keychain right. with my kids. Right. 
and then I'll be like, all right, let's start the day fighting for them. Right. And, and, and I'm sorry, I, didn't, I don't know if that, that may have sounded insensitive. I'm not saying people who are attempting are stupid. I'm just saying I felt no, yeah, that way for myself. Um, you know, it was just, it was, yeah. So, um, but again, I, if, if anybody is listening to this and is going through that, man, like, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you're going to post our information on there and, you know, I, I know I'm a random stranger, but if you feel like you got to reach out to somebody, hey, you know, I'll listen. I'll listen. Because yeah. I wish I had somebody, to, you know, I have I have people I'm close to and that I can open up to. Um, but there's something, like, good about a stranger, you know, or not even a stranger, somebody you kind of know and you open up to, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's, like I said, this is the reason yeah. I made it, because you can you can tell anything and anything in your life to somebody that doesn't know right. your whole life and they're not right. going to judge you. They're going to actually pay right. attention. Yeah. They're actually going to listen to you because they want to know yeah. about you. Yeah. Even though it's something that you're not proud of, exactly. we're going to listen. Yeah. Maybe we haven't been through it. Obviously, you right. and me have been through it, but let's say we haven't been through it. It's going to be one of those like, Dude, you should have called me earlier. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, no, 100%. And I'm glad that I think the world has shifted into where people are paying attention to mental health and what depression looks like. Because, like I said, growing up, if you were crying or you were like hurt, like you were just weak, you know, it's like, we're well, a baby, you know what I'm saying? Get it, get together. I'll give you yeah. a reason to cry. Yeah. I'm like, what? You know, like, not knowing how to deal with my emotions and my life trauma that brought me to this place. And, you know, I think everybody still needs to try to figure out what's causing them that trauma. You know, I know for me, I have a lot of issues with my mom, uh, growing up who was also a drug addict. Um, so fall far from the tree, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, those things get passed. I'm a strong believer that like those like generational curses and those things get passed along and, you know, I know people are like, you know, the product of your environment doesn't make sense. It's just be who you are. Gonna be. But no, like if you if you're a baby and you have heroin in your system when you're born, you know, what I'm saying like. Set normal, you know, what I'm saying? you're going like, right. to I remember like taking pain pills as a kid. I'm like, this is not doing nothing for me. You know, my tolerance was on a different level, you know, so going through high school, I'm like, right you know, eating Vicodin, like they were Tic Tacs, you know, and, you know, and then I started, you know, I started doing Coke and I, and I think what also hurt too, is that it was so normalized and I make the mistake of sometimes of trying to normalize it with my wife and to act like it was, you know, not that big of a deal, but when it really was, when you're doing as much as I was doing on a Tuesday night, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. You know, that's a that's yeah. a real issue. Yeah. And it stems from something. You know, I think people get mad at people with addiction and say, well, you're choosing to do those drugs. Like it, it comes from something. It comes from a something deep inside them that that is hurting them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I, you know, and with going back to that post um, again, I don't look like you're a normal drug addict. You know what I'm saying? So how could somebody ask me if I'm okay, if they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, I look like I just smoke a lot of weed, I look like I eat a lot, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I do not look like a, a cokehead, you know what I'm saying? Or what you would think a, a coke addict looks like, you know what I'm saying? Um, exactly. You know, so so there might be somebody in your life that is very good at hiding that, you know what I'm saying? And there's some signs that, you know, my wife had to learn and, you know, um, everybody's different, but I would encourage to look at people in your life who are probably depressed, probably dealing with anxiety and try to figure out like, what are their triggers and are they possibly an addict or, you know, are they possibly, you know, going through something deeper than addiction, you know, like anxiety, depression and all that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Cause no, no, nobody knows what anybody's exactly. going through. Exactly. Unless, unless we yeah. speak, to, speak up or even, even, I don't ask, like, hey, yeah, you good? Yeah. Can you go sit down real quick? Let's go get a coffee. Because people are scared yeah. of even doing that yeah. now. It's like, oh, what, what right, did you find right. out? Like, <laughs> what did you know about me? Like, so, yeah. I, I just, I just want to go get a coffee. Yeah. Like, now, if you want to talk, then we talk. But other than that, let's, right. let's get out of here. Like, let's, let's get away. Uh, yeah, because from my point of view, we know that something's right. going on. We're not going right. to bring it up because we're dealing with it, but at least we can get you out of that little circle that you're in, that little box that you're in, take you out and be like, hey, there's another right. world out here. Right now, we're just going to start with coffee. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow we'll start with something else. And coffee goes a long way, man. Coffee goes a long way. There's a, there's, there's a lot of healing in coffee in a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Unless you have anxiety, yeah. then don't yeah, drink coffee. Right. Maybe decaf. If you have anxiety, yeah, do not drink coffee because I, I just literally went cold turkey on coffee. And I didn't even know <laughs> wow. that. I had no idea coffee wow. was doing it to me. So I went from coffee to uh, I started drinking okay. matcha teas now. And how's that been for you? It's um, it's, it's a nice yeah. cleanser. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I didn't know matcha oh, was wow. a cleanser. I got I to gotta check that out, man. I, I'm barely realizing the anxiety in my life. Uh, we're we're reading a thing right. about generalized anxiety disorder, and like I check every every little thing on that. My wife is reading it, like all the like symptoms of what falls under that, and I check every right. dot on that. You know, it's worrying about death and worry about little things throughout the week. You know, what I'm saying generalized anxiety, and I'm like, yeah, Jesus, that's me. You know, and I'm like, so I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. Now let me figure out how to deal with this. You know. Before it gets worse, you know. Yeah, stay, stay away, away from, from coffee. coffee. <laughs> I live stay in Seattle now, coffee. bro. So that's a, it it that's triggers a hard, it. That's a hard, uh, hard thing to do, man. <laughs> it triggers yeah. the crap out of it. Okay, it's good to know, man. Um, I yeah, anything that's ca- coffee, uh, any any. Uh, no, yeah. you can drink a Coke and it's not going to do anything to you. But, like, if you're drinking like a Monster oh, yeah, or a Red yeah. Bull or anything that has an energy yeah. drink on it, oh no, I, I had to cut those out, man. Um, one, it wasn't helping that I would go on like three day Coke binges and then drink a Monster, and then my heart's oh, like yeah. ready to just hop up on my chest, you know what I'm saying? So, I was like, I gotta not do this. Um, it was funny, man. I, I always call myself like a, a conscious cokehead because I'd be like, all right, this is not good. Like for my heart, my Apple Watch would be like, yo, your heart rate is at this. I'd be like, all right, breathe, breathe. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's a way to function. And I'm like, I don't want to die, but I still want to keep doing this, you know. Um, 
but he has I'm trying to be conscious of that. I, are you sure it was energy drink? Right, hey, that games? too, man. That'll do that. That'll that'll <laughs> you know for a while. It's like those are the things that was blood pressure through the roof. <laughs> I couldn't watch half of the games last year because it, it was just pissed oh, yeah. me off sometimes. No, just, I'm done. I'm officially you're mad done today. The whole day and nope. just like what's wrong with you? It's like the Rams lost. You know, it's like oh, okay, I thought it was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, triggers also learning how to stay away from coffee and full football games right now. You know <laughs> exactly. Well, this yeah, season will yeah. be way better, so we we're not gonna have to yeah, deal exactly. with none of that. Hopefully, <laughs> um, you know what? I, I uh, thank thank you, th- right. thank you, Jared Goff. Thank you for all those. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said I, what were I you gonna say? To bring up something that is kind of like big for me and. Uh, I hope this helps somebody else out too, is when you open up to somebody about depression, anxiety, addiction, um, be prepared to not get the the response that you're expecting. You know what I'm saying? Because you can put that on somebody and somebody may not know how to deal with that. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like it's not somebody's job to, to, to figure out how to deal with it, but it might surprise you how how people respond, and it might disappoint you, and it might trigger something ongoing, you know? So it might not just yeah. be one person to open up to, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I find it some of the closest people that you are close to are the ones that will probably disappoint you, but it's mostly because they are trying to process what you just told them as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think if anybody is going through anything like this, like, keep that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Um, keep it, you know, as you're as you're opening up to for a, a little bit of disappointment. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that that's yeah. that's something that I wish somebody would have told me. You know what I'm saying? Because I did. You know, I would open up to somebody, and they're like, "Whoa, yeah." Like, oh, like I can't expect them to know what to do. You know. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I think uh, it's important to know, you know. Yeah, and you don't know what somebody yeah, else is going to tell yeah. you. They're going to be like, nah, you're yeah, exactly. you're cool yeah, you're, like, you're What? Right. Like, seriously? Like, <laughs> hello? I'm, ask- I'm literally asking for <laughs> What's help. What's that Kevin Hart? That Kevin Hart? Literally. Help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> exactly. It's like. <laughs> but some some people won't, won't see it, or people won't even right. see the science when you post something on Facebook or on Instagram. You might put like some cringy ass quote. You'd be like, "Okay, cool, right? I don't get it, like, but all right, oh, that's like, deep. That's, that's somebody yeah. asking for help. Oh, that's yeah. deep. That's poetic. That's cool. But it's like, nah, bro. I'm like asking for help. You know what I'm saying? So, like, call me, yeah. text me. This is my exactly. my call and 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 it's not weird if you reach out to somebody and say, "Hey, are you okay?" Like you don't feel like you're gonna be weird or and for you may barely know them from Facebook, but like if you see a sign like that and you reach out to them, like that's good. Like don't feel like you're gonna be weird or judged for asking somebody if they're okay. You know? Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Just just find someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. And, and again, I I think. It's it's good to start at home too, because you never know who's at home who's just doesn't want to talk about it, you know. But those are the people that probably need your help the most. Yeah. Well, one thing I started doing, like, like I'm I'm a big old thick head. Like I can't open up to anybody. It, it's hard for right. me to open up. 
I started writing a journal. That's where I open up. And as soon as I can open up yeah. there and like actually let everything out, it's like, okay, I'm somewhat of relief right now. Let me talk to someone. Right. And then I start texting someone or I'll start calling somebody and be like, hey, I'm going to read something to you. But now I'm reading it to you. But at the same time, it's like, I try to get away from the journal and I start telling you what I'm going through and be like, oh, okay, see, now, now right, I open. Right. Yeah. So write it down, put it on a notepad. Half of people in this world have right. iPhones now. Open your notepad on your iPhone or on your Android. Yeah. Just, just write it down there. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And if you don't want to read it or anything, send it to someone. Yeah. I think I think that was my not a mistake on my end, but so I you know I grew up writing music and I, I grew up in the battle rap scene and poetry and all that stuff. So I would put mine in in, in you know I would write I would write music I would write poetry and then I would post it right. with almost like this intent of like hey I'm going through it and people would be like oh yo that was dope <laughs> or like yo bars you know like I'm like. Six yeah, bars, bro. Like, Six uh, you know, and every now and then you get somebody like, "Hey, man, that was a little dark." You know, are you good? <laughs> so, like, yeah, you know, I'm like, "Oh, okay, maybe that." You know, it was it was a it was a healthy way for me to write it out, but maybe that wasn't the best. You know, like, <laughs> call for help. You know, what I'm saying it's like it yeah. can get lost in the translation of like, okay, he's just you know he's just writing something deep. You know, yeah. Except those that would ask you is like, hey, that was dark and everything. Those are the ones that pick up right. on the sign. Yeah, and and nine times out of ten, they they've gone through it themselves. And I, I think that's yeah. why, like, when when people and, and you know when people like DMX when they pass away, it was like, oh, now you you know what I'm saying. But it's like you know, I, a lot of us grew up with him, and he wrote a song, uh, "Slip In," which is one of his most famous songs. It's super and emotional. And I remember that as a kid, like. It got me through some things. It was like super helpful in a time in my life, and even when I was going through some stuff, I would play it, and it would make it would like break me down. But I'm like, imagine how many right. people around him when he was recording that are like, "Yo, this is dope," but it's like, "Yo, he's actually crying for help." You know, saying like, "Yeah." Well, like if you guys were in the studio with him, you probably should ask how he was doing. And he, oh, you know, and I, I think it gets. It gets lost in in, in an art. Yeah. yeah, it got lost in translation because everybody thought it was a dope exactly. song. You know, and it's like, and it happens more than usual. Like I, you know, when I was actually going through what I was going through, that uh, that guy, Juice, you know, Juice World. Um, I didn't ever listen to him, and then when he died, um, I like they were playing his music. I was like, oh, yeah, he's actually pretty dope, and I started listening to his music. Super depressing, like. It's dope, but it's super like, yo, he's like saying, like, yo, I'm gonna die soon. Like, and it's because of drugs, you know, it's because of depression and drugs. And yeah. I'm like, how many people were hyping him up to be like, yo, yeah, write that, write that, you know, record that. But it's like, yo, if you're his homie, like, you gotta talk to him. You know, so it's it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. You never you can never like really know the what the calling for help looks like. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nobody will ever know when you're asking for help, even though you're asking for help. Yeah. And man, that's it's just it's it's crazy to me. But I think it's dope that you're doing something like this. And I think, you know, I hope it open up, opens up 
a million doors for you as far as people coming and possibly, you know, talking out their feelings. You know, it's been, it's been, yeah. I'm, I'm loving this, bro. I feel like, I feel like a, uh, like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? The, like, it feels good, man. I feel like, I feel free. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so thank yeah. you, man. <laughs> uh, I, I can say you're welcome, but I could also say thank you for coming yeah. on, yeah. you know. Like, because if you wouldn't have came on and we're talking about this, I probably would have never said right. what I said. Yeah, it's just, you <laughs> never know, man. You never know. And I, um, you know, I, 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 I really want people to talk about mental health more. And, and I'm, like I said, I didn't really know about the podcast until you had brought it up and, you know, listen to more right. on the way, you know, to work. And I think it was, I don't know if it was your cousin, your the anxiety yeah, and depression yeah. one. Um, yeah, that's fish, but I was just like, man, this is like, this is what's needed. You know, so I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. I listen to a lot of like other podcasts, but I'm like, nobody's really talking about this kind of stuff, especially men. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially grown. Yeah. About their feelings, like, so this is just it's amazing, dude. Yeah, and it's all that. It's, it's basically all pride on men. Yeah, like, they don't want to let anybody know that. Yeah. Hey, you know I'm. I'm a little girl in the closet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, dude, just, just come out. out. We we yeah, all cry. Hey. We, we all cry, dude. I uh, I I worry about people who don't cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like that that leads to a lot worse things. Like I, I I think crying is like his one of like the most like like it's just it just uh, what is it therapeutic? It's the most therapeutic thing to do now uh, for me. You know, um, and to deal with those emotions and uh, to have somebody to cry with you, you know, um, I'm fortunate to have my wife and, you know, she's she's learning how to deal with my anxiety and how to calm me down, which is amazing. Um, so shout out to her uh, for that. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 crying is I think is important. And like you said, it's like you're not going to nobody's going to call you a girl. Nobody's going to call you, you know, weak or, you know, what I'm saying uh, you know, I know I know women who are who are strong enough to talk about these things more than we are. You know, and I think that makes them so much more stronger than than us. You know, in that sense, to talk about it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> but it's it, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, man. It's 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 mind boggling how we can um, see so many people. Fighting through is like, um, and, and sometimes we don't even know how to yeah, help them. Not at all. Even through a pandemic, I mean, how do you how how do you try to get close to somebody through a pandemic? You know, someone nobody wants to be around you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel for the people who discovered that they had depression this last year in 2020. For me now, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> like I don't like I can't imagine. Uh, you know, I I had to work through the pandemic. I was able to go outside. And and you know continue on with my life somewhat, um, but I was also there was a moment where I was stuck in a hotel because I couldn't go home because I didn't want to take this back to my wife and you know she goes and visits her family, so my work put me up in a hotel. You know I'm in healthcare and that's that that got dark in itself. You know what I mean? Like being in a yeah. hotel room and well you're working twelve hour days and you're tired and you're stressed out and you come back. And you're in a freaking room, you know, with a bunch of other strangers in a in a in a building, you know, 
like that was dark yeah. you know what i'm saying that's that's one of some of my darkest moments of like you know those those uh what are they the the shades that just don't let no sunlight in and you're just like you're going through it you know what i'm saying so that was my pandemic issues and i can't imagine people who had to do that who couldn't go to work and had to stay home all day and just struggled with it you know so i can't imagine going through that and i feel for those people yeah it's i'm pretty sure it's tough for them because all they can do is talk to the wall and talk to themselves because obviously they don't they don't want to open up but um once again i'm I'm, the podcast is here for that i'm pretty sure there's still people out there that want to talk give me a call do a message text me i (laughs) don't care i'm not gonna judge you you can even hear the homie mikey and i'm pretty sure of course, of course. If you don't, if you want somebody outside your circle, just open up. I don't have to record you. You right. can just call me. And, and that's that's huge. Uh, a lot of people aren't doing that. You know, I think our parents. You know, when they they didn't know that they had depression and anxiety because it wasn't like a common like the words weren't expressed back then. It was like it was depression. It was anxiety, but they didn't know what it was at the time. They would, you know, yeah. they didn't, they turned to alcohol and drugs. So I can't imagine our parents like dealing with all that stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, and not having anybody talk to, because like you said, it's like that machismo of like, you know, growing up when they did was a lot tougher than we, you know what I'm saying? I feel like our generation's a little bit better at, at you know, it's still rough, but I think we're getting better at opening up more rather than like our dads or our uncles who have had to deal with this and like didn't even know what it was they just thought they were sad you know what I'm saying yeah and now that we that's that's basically what it was oh, i'm sad yeah. just leave me alone yeah. cool. and, and you know us kids will be like okay right. cool, bye, i'm gonna go outside yeah like, and you, you just you didn't know what it was i didn't know what depression was when i was a kid like i you know I would see my dad and I just thought he was like just in a bad mood sometimes, you know, and I, I look back at it now. I'm like nine. There's a really nine out of 10 chance that he was probably depressed um, and didn't know it. And so he would drink, um, you know, he would, I would, my, it was funny. My dad used to like, we used to have this uh, heavy bag in our garage and you could just hear it while I was playing outside with friends. You just hear the smack in the heavy bag, you know, just drinking tall cans. And I'm like, man, he, he was probably dep- going through some like form of depression, you know, but I, right. you know, being, you know, growing up in the nineties, my dad was maybe thirties around 30 around that time. Like, you know, who did he have to talk to? You know, who did he, you know, cause everybody else was my uncles. They're all just the same, you know? So it's like, I, they probably didn't have anybody to talk to themselves. You know, so exactly. I, I think uh, millennials are the next. I think we're we're we have the potential to lead the way of saying, you know, we can be the ones to break that cycle and break that mold. And hey, we're here, yeah. you know, because um, as much as they piss me off, Gen Z, they're gonna have it really rough. You know, a lot of them are depressed oh, God. on a different level of depression. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you know, us millennials or our Gen X or whatever, you know, um, we got to kind of set the tone and just say, hey, like, we, you got to talk about your feelings, you know? Yeah. And and the worst part with between the, them is just that they're the ones putting yeah. each other down. They're the ones going at each other and, and we're over here looking at them yeah. like, yeah, seriously? Yeah. 
Seriously, over a can of soda, you guys are gonna talk so much shit to each other just for a can of soda. Like, Social media is a motherfucker, dude. Dude. Shit. <laughs> Who gives a shit what's better, Bro. Coke or Pepsi? At the end of the day, you're gonna drink what Bro. you like. At the end of the day, I'm I gonna drink what I, I like. like. I knew I was out of the game. I was on I was on Instagram the other day, <laughs> and there's an argument about if you were, you know, you we all wear fitted hats, right? We're fitted hats. That if the if yeah. the brim underneath the hat is black, you're old. Like you're old, dude. If you're still wearing black, and I'm like, yo, all my hats have like. I'm like, that's what you kids are worrying about nowadays. Like they're like, oh, it's gotta be yellow. it's gotta be white or green. Or if you're wearing a Dodger hat, it has to be green or white. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like what? Like bro, <laughs> like I don't look at the brim of my hat when I buy a hat. I'm, I'm looking at the logo. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like. But like, and the people are in these comments, and they're like, they're making fun of me. Like these kids are making fun of each other for that, you know? Or like, they can't imagine the kid going to school and having to deal with that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's it's messed. <laughs> like we used to like make we used to roast each other in high school. Like, but like now it's like, at least when we were young, like in high school, we can go home and kind of like that's that's that gets shut off. Now it's like you see it online. Yeah. It's online. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all you can go back to it. You can click on it. You can, and it'll mess with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you're so, and it, it sometimes is negative for the dumbest thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can tell your girl you love her on Instagram, and, and people will just like roast you for that. Yeah, and be like, oh, so yeah. Cute. What did you do now? Like, I'm what like, the oh fuck? my god, bro! Like, <laughs> so I I feel for these kids, man. Again, they piss me off with a lot of shit that they do, but um. I, I feel for them, man, because they don't, they really have no escape. You know what I'm saying? All they know is social media. All they know is Instagram and Twitter. And so they can't, they don't really shut off ever, you know? So if you're yeah. going to school and you're being bullied, you're going home and you're still being bullied, you know? Uh, and yeah. again, nowadays, like people don't, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like when we we're, when we were young, we used to stick up for ourselves and we're, it would just, I, I feel like a lot of my best friends are all people I fought already. I had like well, got into a fight with a lot of my best <laughs> friends, and, and you ended at that. But these kids nowadays, they're just like they're ruthless, man. You know, so I think if uh, if you have a kid who's a teenager or you know coming into that, I think figure out ways to like you know a healthy way of shutting off when you get home. Yeah, get, get, get them off, off that, that phone, phone, man. That's what I say. Holy shit. And, and you know i don't have kids which I'm, I'm grateful right now you know we are you know that's in the, the future and the plan but i can't imagine dude like having a you know see your your daughter or your son being bullied like that on the internet you know it's yeah one thing at school yeah. which is isn't still not okay but again you we were able to come home but to have to see that um online that doesn't go away until somebody deletes it you know, and then even then, it's like it's probably screenshotted yeah. or you know, it's it's thrown around, it's probably, yeah, reposted, and, it's like, and yeah. your, your your child has to like live through that. I'm like, man, I can't imagine as a parent that kind of heartbreak to have to go through. You know, for yeah. me, I'm fighting everybody. <laughs> and then that's how depression starts for them too. Like they they start at a young age yeah. too. It's like, yeah, it's like, and I know it's it's a it's a little off topic, but I don't know if you've been following this whole. Um, What's her name? Chloe Kardashian thing with the the picture that they released. So no, yeah, I, I, I stay away from all that shit. I, I tried to do one hundred percent because it's just, but 
Yeah, but look so, it she, up. so they posted a picture of her that was like non-edited, right, in a bikini, and like it was like they wasn't supposed to get out, right? It wasn't like because they always edit all their pictures, right? And they try to make it, I think, like you know, well, it was the beauty standards of everything, and I'm like, you guys, like one of my favorite comedians, Andrew Schultz, said this. He's like, fuck you guys, because you guys have made women feel like shit for years. And you guys have made people think that this is what beauty is for years and making them think that plastic surgery is how you're supposed to look and photo edits. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so for you guys to, to cry now about it is, is super like sick, you know? Um, and it, it, it creates this, like this depression in young girls and young boys that have to look a certain way, you know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and then when you don't, you're, they're ultimately, you know, hurting them, their, their selves mentally, you know what I'm saying? So that whole thing has been mind-boggling to me. It's like how, you know, you're going to cry now after everything, you know? And I'm like, yeah. that's crazy. I can't imagine how many little girls, you know, are looking at your Instagram and like, oh, I have to look like this. So now they're getting plastic surgery at 16, you know? And then when they, when they yeah. get it and they still don't feel a certain way, they still don't feel happy, they're depressed, you know? Um, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I know... And again, I for men we do have to talk about it. I can't imagine what these young girls have to feel like when they see these fake beauty standards, you know. And it, and it goes not just to young girls, but it goes to like older women. Like you know, I, I and I, you know, it, it makes our wives feel that way. It makes you know um, our family members feel that way. So there's so many things that we can talk about that can lead to depression, and it's it just it's just mind boggling. But that that reminded me of that. So. Little off topic, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's good because it's, yeah. it's right, you know. It's all these women, all these little kids, uh, little girls, they all want to be yeah. in that trend, yeah. And, and, and it's that's all it is, they just want to be all trendy. All of a sudden, you want to look like that, or you want your man, to be yeah, buffed and have this big old beer. Like, well, what is that going to do to you right. at the end yeah. of the day? It just if you know, do what makes you happy, you know. Um. It might make you happy for a couple of months, yeah, and then, and then what? what? You're back to it, and it's just not, you know. Now, in, in a couple of months, that trend is gonna go out the window, and it's gonna be like, oh, look, it's right. ball heads and no yeah. beard. Now what? Now what are you gonna do with that <laughs> one guy that <laughs> right. you have? Like that ball, that ball head dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, dad bots were in for like, what months. a couple hey, of dad months. Dad bots are still in. I wish that we still got this. I, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to all my big dudes out there, man. Y'all rocking it right now, all right? Uh, <laughs> they big dudes always rock it. Hey, for we're, winter, hey winter time, summertime, you know what I'm saying? You need a little warmth in the winter, a little shade in the summer. You know what I'm saying? We got you. <laughs> big dudes big dudes are for the win, you know? <laughs> big dudes always win in the winter. That's right? all I have to say. Like, I hate you guys for that. Poop. You see me, then you see you. You're like, I'm going to go with the dude that's, that looks warm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real quick. He seems like he cuddles great. <laughs> Other dude looks right, like he steals exactly. a blanket. Like, you got to be mm. on top of him. I don't want to be Big Spoon. <laughs> Shout out to the big dudes out there. Shout out to my little dudes, too. You guys are awesome. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, man. Like, that's crazy. Hey, um, yeah, that's that, that was an amazing opening 
discussion yeah, we had today. I appreciate you having me. Oh, shoot. But no, thank, thank you. Not only just for coming in, but shit, you got <laughs> me to open. Shoot. I wasn't even going to do this for a couple of Hey, you got to keep going, man. You got to keep going, man. And so, uh, Eventually, a couple of more episodes I'll be opening up more and more, but looks like you just opened that I, window I, up. Thank, I mean, you know, I hope I hope you continue with it, man, because like I said, this is amazing, and uh, I'm a fan now, so I'm I'm be definitely sharing and supporting you through this process. And uh, whenever you need somebody to talk, man, I'm here. Awesome, thank you. And look, this this podcast is not just for people that want to open up. Like, if there's an episode coming up with one of my buddies, one of my, a Canadian buddy of mine. And we just sat down and talked yeah. about gaming. That, that's, that's basically all we did during, I think we had like an hour or 45 minute episode. And we all we did was talk about gaming. It's come, it, it actually releases tomorrow wow. at nine o'clock in the morning. But like I said, I, I don't know when this one's going to be released. I don't tomorrow. even know what I'm saying tomorrow. <laughs> but for us, it's yeah. going to be tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, just come in and let's chat. Share, share the podcast follow the podcast leave a comment leave a like i really don't care i i'm not gonna get mad if you don't follow it just listen to it listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah just just listen to it and if you want to come on come on hit me up send me a message send mikey a message obviously he's gonna be posting it up but eventually we can get you out here and like i said you, you really don't have to say your name you yeah. can be anonymous Awesome. You could be Bugs Bunny right. all you want. And that's what I'm gonna call you all <laughs> podcast. But um thanks, thank you once again for coming in. Um any final words, any uh, final shout outs, uh any plugs you wanna give out? Man, uh, thank now. you again for having me, man. I just uh you know, I just wanna say thank you to my awesome wife, um Alexis, I love you. And uh, to my family, thank you guys for everything and the support. Um, and again, just just you know, I encourage everybody to reach out to their local their local drug addict and and reach out to them and see how they're doing. That's right. All right. With that note, y'all have a good night. Right. I would see you guys on the next episode. Later, man. Have a good one, Mike. Later. Good night.